I don't remember this, but my parents do, quite vividly. I was five years old and my little sister was two. We were out front of our suburban home, sitting by our mailbox, talking, playing, etc. My mother, for no discernible reason, grabbed my father and told him to bring us inside. She went into panic mode and everything, grabbing him by his shirt, shouting, her eyes bugged out. He tried to calm her down but gave up when she went running for the front door. She was pregnant at the time, close to the time of giving birth to my other sibling. My dad swept both of us inside after we gave a few nominal protests. Less than a minute later, a driver who they later assumed was drunk or high came barreling down our street and went up onto our lawn, plowed into the mailbox, and kept going. We would have been killed. You are now entering the realm of the Freaky Deaky, an unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter, white picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. <clears throat> Alleged true stories. Christian, just... Okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality, about time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. Welcome back. No, I don't want to go with welcome back. Well, now I have to leave it in. So unfortunately, that's how it goes sometimes. If you're new to the show, we ask one thing of you, and that is that you listen to the episode. And if you enjoy yourself, you have a couple of laughs, you have a good time. Definitely have a good time because the world is not having a good time. Wasn't finished with my sentence, but... Oh, sorry. Leave us a five-star review if you enjoy what you hear is essentially what I was trying to get to. Find us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod. Find us on TikTok at TFT Paranormal, where I'm slowly trying to get back into posting. There's a lot of stuff to post, people, and it's hard to manage it. A lot of things to juggle. But you don't care about any of that. I do. You're like, hey, get to the spooky stuff, you know? I don't know how you do it. It's very difficult. We recently launched a brand new show called Sleep With The Lights On. You may or may not have heard me mention it about 50,000 times. Guys, go subscribe to YouTube at Freaky Deaky Pod. Check out Sleep With The Lights On. Throw some comments. Throw some likes. Tell your friends. If you've got a scary story that you want to share with the show, send it into the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. We love hearing from you. We love sharing your scary stories with the rest of the world. And with that, I bid you all adieu for the entirety of this episode. It's going to be Christian and Christian only. No, just kidding. But we should probably get into it. Christian, what are we diving into today? That's a good question. These stories are, I don't know if you'd call them unexplainable. Can you explain them? I probably could. Wow, in, the ego on this guy. Jeez. In some cases. I, but I, who's, I can explain them, but that doesn't mean my explanation is the correct explanation. How's that? That's a little better, but it still makes it sound like you think they're the right explanation. Isn't that how the world works, though? We all think we have the right explanation. Christian, why do you think your opinion is better than everyone else's? I have a cult. Wow. That's it, folks. We found it. Christian has a cult. I didn't want to whip out the cult soundbite so soon, but I felt like we needed it this time, you know? And, and sometimes you got to do those things. It's not like those other cults. This one's fun. Ooh, yeah. Pervert. Anyway. Why? Not all <laughs> cults are about that. Yeah. No, that's fine. Christian, you and your cult, you can just get together in a room with no doors or windows. I don't know how you got in there, but just with around, my so. large head. Wow. I pushed it way too soon. When that happens sometimes when you've taken about 50 of this guy. So unexplainable. We've done a couple of these in the past. They're always fun. We like the one-off stories where you're kind of like, what the hell was that? Like that cold open you did. Did she have like a final destination style vision of what was about to happen? Cause she seemed panicked or was it just a feeling that welled up inside her and was like, get off the lawn. Isn't that crazy when you hear those stories though? Cause I've heard plenty of those stories throughout my life Yeah, about, especially Probably even had a couple of yourself. Like they, you maybe weren't like as severe as this, but like where you just kind of called it. I mean, there's probably simple things like you reach over and like when you're hanging out with, with a, your baby. Yeah. You reach I, over I do and do those. You reach over and do something and you just probably saved a 
bruise or something because that's the way kids are and yeah. you don't make a big deal of it until a car comes crashing through where your kids just were and your hus husband almost didn't listen to you because he's like we're fine i mean that'd be the worst to give credit where it's due that first story was from saint chaz 77 way to go saint chaz coming in hot you ever had a friend named chaz christian i didn't hang out with douchebags sorry i did i had a couple friends named chaz that checks out but also i'm a product of like the 80s yeah, Chaz was probably a lot more frequent. Now they've changed it back to I'm Charles. I swear to God, if there's a like a baby out there named Chaz, I'm gonna lose it. You know there it. is. This is Chaz, big. Uh, why? There's babies out there named Daenerys Stormborn. Oops, she's the villain. Wow, you ready? Oh, I've been ready. Yeah. Okay. Didn't I hand it back over to you before you went on a weird tangent? Yeah, but then you were on like Twitter or something. Nah, my ring camera caught a ghost. Uh, I hate when that happens. Might just be a moth. Could be a moth, man. No, it's definitely not that. Okay, this next one, or this the first one? Technically the second one, but okay. I'll allow it. This story... There it is, wow. ...is from Gina, but not the Gina... Nobody knows about the other Gina. Okay, but do they want to? I mean, if you'd like to share that information, by all means. Some things have to remain a mystery. Wow. Was there a story in this, or was it all just... Yeah, I just needed okay. to... I didn't thought you're like setting the stage with like dramatic silence. I didn't take out parts of the story that I usually don't use. So I was just making sure I was starting at the right place. I met this guy and his wife when my ex-husband and I took a group trip to Florida. Instead of flying, the group took a bus. So we had a lot of time with this couple there and back. They appeared trustworthy. I liked them a lot. And we kept in contact for a couple years after the trip. Then my ex and I got a divorce got a divorce and we lost yeah hello italian <laughs> got a divorce i got a divorce and we lost contact but this guy told her a story before they lost contact and i guess it stuck with her because here it goes probably could have skipped that whole part out see there's it. a whole lot of family drama we got caught up in there but hey it's juicy and that's what the folks like similar to the show you were just watching when yeah, i this showed is up the paranormal love is blind folks buckle up <laughs> he was 10 years old and school was out on a snow day. The snow was eight inches deep, so there was a fair amount of snow. After he heard that school had been called off, he went back to bed. He woke up to someone knocking on the back kitchen door. He walked to the door and asked who it was. It was a lady and she said that her car broke down and she needed to use the phone. He looked out the back kitchen window and saw that a car was parked on the side of the road that passed around his backyard. As he was opening his back door to let her in, she pushed hard on the door and it smacked him in. I'm closing my chocolate factory forever. I'm sorry. Had to. I had to. Too many backdoor references being pushed hard. I just can't help myself, Christian, damn it. I was trying to figure out why that related to this until you mentioned. Wow, I thought it was pretty evident. No, man, that's your mind that goes there. Even if you do label me a pervert in some of our videos. I have a little short one. I do have a nice long one. I just freeball it. <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> I can feel the listeners leaving. It's please, okay. Please stay. We'll stop him. Rub my large head. No, just let's continue. Okay. As he was opening his back door to let her in, she pushed hard on the door mm. and smacked him in the head, which caused him to fall to his knees. Wow. She pulled him up by the shirt, pushed a gun into his face, and forced him to sit in a kitchen table chair so that she could put restraints on him. Man, you know what's really weird? Mm. I'm sorry to interrupt this story yet again, but as you were saying, there was a knock at the back door as a lady talking about her car being broken down. In my head, I was like, not going to give me, lady. I know the second I open this door, you got a gun or some shit. Got to hold me up. I'm not very trusting like that. Yeah, I feel the same. I'm not opening the door. Yeah, I'd have, like, I actually thought to myself, I'm like, I'd have to make her, like, stand in full view of me, do, like, the whole, like, turn, let me see what's on the other side, like a cop, like a virtual cop pat down before I let, even open that door to see if she's all right. See, and this is the problem with us trying to think about it as adults. Kids don't work on that same level. That's she why. She was a kid? Mm -hmm. No, the lady was an adult, but he was a kid. Oh, okay. And kids, I mean, we train, especially in the past, we're a little bit better at it now, but kids are always, always have to defer to the elders. Yeah. Which in theory makes sense, but not when there's so many dangerous people out there. And there's really not a lot of dangerous people, but do you really want to take that, that risk of not teaching your kid? Mm. I don't care if she's bleeding, leave the door shut and call the cops. Yeah. Kids. 
especially in the past, would be like, okay, it's an adult. I'm going to open it up. Because adults know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah. I've been trained to do what the adults tell me. She's trying to put res restraints on him. Mm. Just then, his father came home from work. He worked the midnight shift. The woman waited until he came through the kitchen entryway and shot him in the chest three times, oh. and he fell to the kitchen floor. She might be a little crazy. That yeah. was a little demonic. I don't know. I like my when I put together stories, they're dark. They really do be like that. But let's pretend like this is that old t TV show Dallas. Then he woke up. It was all a dream. Until. Now awake, he was laying in his bed. He heard someone knocking on the back kitchen door. He was still shook up from the dream, but walked down the hallway and peeked through the kitchen entryway to see an adult figure standing at the door outside. He ran back to his room, got in bed, and pulled the, a cover over his head. He heard the knocking again. He said his heart was beating a mile a minute. He slipped off the bed and crawled under it. Good move. Yeah. Knocking went on a few more times, and then it went quiet. He said he hid under the bed until his dad came home. Mm -hmm. He told his dad about someone knocking on the back door. So they went to the door and in the snow, they saw footsteps from the road going to the house and returning from their house back to the road. Also in the snow, they could tell that a car had been parked on the side of the road. Whoever it was, was gone. After asking the people they knew if they saw someone come to their house and finding no one, it became a bit of a puzzle. He and his dad couldn't make sense of it. Why would some stranger park on the side of the road, go up to his back door and knock? If they had been broken down or stuck, how did they drive away? Plus the dream. What a weird coincidence. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Weird coincidence. Nah. Mm -mm. The only thing I can think is that this person was knocking while he was dreaming and it changed his dream into that really dramatic, scary, violent dream. Yeah, you can think that all you want, but you'd be, unfortunately, dead wrong. You've never had, like, sounds going on around you influence your dream and you wake up and... No. It happens to me all the time. Really? I, I haven't had that. I've had dreams where I wake up screaming stuff, like certain phrases that make no sense. I yelled at my brother because he gave me too much macaroni or something once. It was, it was a, you know, a weird thing to be very upset about as a child, but... I had a dream, this was back probably mid-80s, mm -hmm. when I was like maybe ninth, 10th grade, maybe eighth grade. I don't know Yeah, where I had, it was an apocalyptic dream. Mm. Like the world was ending. Nuclear weapons were already in the air. Like this kind of spooky song was playing in my dream. And I woke up, it was my alarm clock radio mm. playing a song called major Tom. Doesn't sound spooky, but it I, wasn't spooky, know, it but haunting. It, it wasn't spooky, but it was just a, a big song. When the world's ending, I guess it would be a little spooky. Yeah. It's Anything more about spooky then. Yeah. It's more about space, but it, it actually influenced my dream because mm. my dream wasn't that bad. And then I hear this song and all of a sudden I find out we're about to just be blown up. So it's, it's happened to me often where whatever's going on around me can influence my dream in the mornings, mm. which is where I, where I have the most vivid dreams anyway. Yeah. I think everyone does. When or, you wake up and then go back to sleep. Or this person was like a serial killer, child abductor showing up and he just yeah. dropped about it first. Because if you're a guardian spirit of some, of some kind, how could you let this person know without like standing in front of the door and be like, don't do that. So right. the only the only opportunity that this, if it was, you know, some kind of intuition or psychic vision or similar to like that first one. Yeah. It's just kind of, it's kind of weird like that these things, you'd think of people had this ability that they build to it whenever. But the fact that it only pops up in like really insane moments is kind of freaky. I have another take. I bet you do. What if the darkness of whoever this adult was, hmm. let's say planning something bad for this, this kid. Shooting the dad in the chest three times is definitely not that great. Yeah. Right. So this person carries this darkness with them and almost like a dark aura. Hmm. And that is perceivable to our subconscious in some way or our guardian angels can influence our subconscious because they see that darkness. Hmm. So it's like this almost in a way, like a dark bubble around whoever is like that, that a lot of times we kind of ignore, you know, when, yeah. you, when you hear about like say a serial killer hmm. and they talk about like their, their victims that knew something was going on, but just like push past it anyway. Yeah. Because they didn't want to be rude or whatever. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like people know deep down sometimes, I think we just had talking about our, our, our afterlife episode, mm. we kind of got really deep in one of the Facebook conversations about like what influences that and what we experience afterwards. And I would think it would almost be something similar. You call it a subconscious, call it a soul, Yeah. but 
whatever that is knows. And they're probably the same thing. Hmm. That's kind of the beauty of having that Facebook group is being able to like we usually come to similar conclusions based on what we believe and stuff in here. But when we actually open up these questions or or when people ask in the Facebook group different things or thoughts on stuff, it opens it up to be like, what does everyone think about this? Because it's not just about us. We love talking about this shit. Obviously, we have a podcast about it. But if you haven't joined that Facebook group, you should hop in, give us your thoughts or ask questions. Just like start conversations because we love uh, hearing everyone's thoughts about especially stuff like this, where it's just kind of it's all very vague, you know? Well, I think uh, also it's nice to see how we all view, like our, our view on things. Like mm. sometimes it's similar yeah. or pretty close, even you and I. I mean, mm. we sound like we totally disagree sometimes, but we're not really that far off. We mm. just maybe have a different way of looking at it. I disagree. No, <laughs> no, man. you're like, we're not, we don't disagree. But like, no, I disagree on that. But no. See, like, but when I'm explaining it, like from my perspective, a lot of times it's not that much different. It's just maybe comes. You're just phrasing it differently. Or right? it's coming from a, like a different way of experiencing it. Like mm -hmm. the way I experience it compared to the way you experience yeah. it. You're Gaia, Earth Mother, and my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But Which yeah. are probably connected in the end. They would have sure. to be. Wow. Is right? Religious? No, I'm just kidding. No, but, I yeah. mean, it, you know, Jesus would be connected to the to Mother Earth in some way. Ah, uh, yes. Because that would be important to mm. him at the same time. Sure. You know, it's not just like, yeah, I, I want my people to grow and prosper and follow the Lord and destroy the planet. He would have never said something. You know what I mean? It's I'm just putting words in Jesus' mouth now. huh? No, uh, that's going to land you in the hot seat, Christian. It, it might, but, you know, it just doesn't seem like that would be his. The, the way we live is probably not his message from whatever perspective you want to come at it. He yeah. does, his message doesn't seem to be like war and poverty and destroying everything around us just for our own, you know, abundance. I suppose you could probably say that. Yeah. Am I offending you by talking like that? It takes a lot. Like I've heard every single weird theory in the book about Christianity or Jesus or God. Nothing phases me, you know? I don't think that's weird, though. I just think that's like knowing the words that were said, mm. you know? Yes. According to, like, the Bible. I just... But don't... does this feel like the episode for it? True. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's where I was trying to get to a few minutes ago. So we're going to go, and I'm going to... This one, I there's going to be some words in here I'm going to butcher. Mm. Just a heads up. Racial slurs, no doubt. No, not that that kind. I don't, okay, that's good. For I don't once, do that. you're not going to be racist on the show. I don't care. I don't do that no matter what you say. This one is from Atgal Perezval. Not a great start. So again, this, this is a story that comes from his aunt. And it says here, the purpose of this story is not to promote any kind of superstition. I don't know what that means, but... Too late. We'll, we'll be the judge of that. I'm very superstitious. The writing's on the wall. We're going to go back in time, hmm. way back to the year 2003, and it was June. Well, Christian, that's about 20 years ago. I was but a young 13-year-old man, child, man-child. Yep. So it was my, my daughter was 12. She was a 13, 12-year-old man-child? Well, no. Anyway, hmm. my hometown is Damla. It's a village in Haryana. Again, none of these words are probably said right. But there is a forest nearby our village, and it is used as a shortcut but since it was a forest, stories have been made for it. There are some superstitions while crossing the forest to avoid ghostly encounters. Firstly, you have to avoid perfume. Damn it. And secondly, you must carry an onion with you. Wow. Big onion trying to get into everyone's pockets now, huh? I mean, it's all the layers. Big onion. <laughs> like, how are we going to get people to buy more onions? Damn it. We're going broke. Oh, I have an idea. You know how many people walk across the forest without onions in their pockets? It seems like that, but onions have been a thing. You're thinking garlic, though, right? I mean, that's for vampires, but onions mm. have been used. You keep an onion in certain cultures in, in the uh, room to avoid being sick. I mean, so this isn't surprising. Oh, sure. I think that's an Eastern European thing or yeah. Russian. Oh, no, the onion's gone. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not here to poke so, fun. Yeah. This is why, again, going back to our Facebook group, it's kind of fun to have those everybody because sometimes we find out like certain regions mm. of not just the country, but the world. Beliefs are, are a little different. Same type of belief, but maybe, you know, in some places an apple, some places an onion. But anyway, back to the story. Wow. Hey, who are we to compare apples and onions, you know? You said that wrong. You don't compare those. It's the other word. I know. Well. 
You tried to bait me into saying it. I didn't. You just have a complex. Why do I have a complex (laughs) on the way I say certain things? Rub my large head. Obviously, I say (laughs) that one a lot because that came out perfect. I did. The shortcut doesn't mean that the path is made through the trees, but a proper road had been built. There are no street lights, though. My brother doesn't believe in all these things and never carried a raw onion with them. Must be like me, which sets up to see what happens to people like me. Here we go. He daily took that forest way while returning from work in his car and had never encountered any of these ghostly things on his way. One day while returning from work, he was listening to some songs while crossing the road. Since he has no fear of ghosts, he never bothered to pay attention to that road. He was busy listening to songs when he felt that someone was sitting behind him. It was a hatchback car, so whenever someone leaves or enters into the car, the car bounces a little, and the same thing happened with him as if somebody had entered into the car. He looks behind out of fear and saw nobody there. He took a breath of relief and increased the volume of the song and kept on driving. After a few minutes, he again felt that someone was still sitting in the back seat of the car. This time, he stopped the car and got out to check and see if everything was fine. He couldn't find anything wrong. Just as he sat back into his car, he again felt that someone was had entered into it. He again turned back and found no one. Okay, just as he sat back into his car, he again felt that someone had entered into it. He again turned back and found no one. So he kept on driving and changed the song to Unaman Chalisa. Must be a oh, one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. It's a banger. He was scared that the stories related to the forest might not prove to be true. I think that's written wrong. He was probably afraid that the like, stories well, yeah. are true. As he was driving, he looked into the rear view mirror and lost his senses. There was a lady sitting in a bridal dress, no. with pure white skin tone behind him. My brother had already locked the car doors before beginning the journey, so there were no chances of somebody getting into it, not even when he stopped the car. So how could someone enter into the cabin? My brother immediately increased the volume, sounds just like something I would do, Classic. To, to maximum and grabbed his bag beside him. This next part I probably wouldn't do. Took out a rosary, says Mala, so that maybe that's what it's called in that area, and started chanting the mantra. Also, the assumption here for me here is that rosary is Catholic, right? So it's probably something similar called Mala for whatever that's similar to that in this region. Sure. Especially when you're chanting a mantra after that. Yeah, that would check out. His temperature began to rise. Then that lady asked him to drop her near the pond in a hoarse voice. In a horse voice, like, nay. <laughs> Not that kind Drop of horse. Drop me near the pond, good sir. I don't know why the horse is also British. Yeah. All the best horses are British. There was a pond nearby the forest, but only a few villagers knew about it. He was unaware of the pond location, but he still moved his head up and down. Probably what I would do. He didn't even dare to look behind him. Just after a few minutes of driving, that witchy thing asked him to stop the car. Very judgmental. Wow. He immediately stopped it and kept looking in front with the rosary in his hands and music system playing Unaman Chalisa. Unaman Chalisa. He listened to the sound of the door opening and closing. He didn't even dare to look at her in the rearview mirror if she had really left the car or not. As soon as he heard the sound of the door closing, he ran the car from there at high speed. He was still unaware whether that lady ghost had really left the car or was still with them. Just as he reached home, he left his car without even locking it and ran toward the temple made in, in their home and laid there as if he was dead. All his family members gathered there. He then narrated the whole incident. I immediately called the priest, which is Pendicium, and my mom called the doctor. Doctor gave him the medicines for his fever and asked him to take rest. No one in our family slept that night and kept on chanting the mantra. The next day we asked Pandichi perform Haban, which is offering prayers to God in front of the fire, and he agreed to perform it. This kept on going for four days until he fully recovered. That priest told us that he encountered that ghost because he has either used perfume or left work by eating something sweet. Son, I can't help but notice that you smell awfully tasty. And you, Were you using perfume? And then you ate some sugary candy before you left. He also said that since he, my brother, wasn't carrying a raw onion with him, it was he was sure to have such an encounter. Now, his brother did something I probably would not do at this time. Grabbed a raw onion. My brother, too, agreed that he left from work after eating sweets. Even... That makes it sound so very... That ex- explains a lot of problems in this world, if that's true, though. I know. 
God, that's why I'm always having issues. That's why we're all having issues. It's Reese's Cups, they call to me. I guess you can't leave work after enjoying, like having that little piece of candy that Ooh, a piece makes, of candy. You, makes you finally feel good after a long day of working for a corporation. So even to this day, while returning from work, he never goes that way, no matter how important it is to get home early. Weird story. I kind of like it, though, because it's not obviously not from the U.S. So you get kind of a different perspective on mm -hmm. ghostly things. Funny enough, though, a, a bride with a white dress still. The lady in white. Yep, And she has a pale face. So maybe she's a lady a colonizer in white. Wow. I mean, not that I, I'm not like, but that's just. Yeah, a, I knew there was going to be some racial slurs in there somewhere. It's not Christian. racial. It's just. It a, technically it's, is. But... It's a funny word. Wow, that's what people said about well, the other you know ones what, though? too. <laughs> I should say it differently though, because to a lot of people, it's not a funny word. Yeah, and you are—it's a little racist, Christian. I don't want to—I've never said that to you before, but I'm definitely not. No matter what you say, okay, I need some tea. Decided to go with tea today. Wow, you just weren't already on a big enough pedestal for yourself, were you? No, now you got to be that guy. No, it's more because I, you know, because when you talk a lot on the into a mic your voice gets kind of hoarse especially when you hey, when you drink again. coffee like i do yeah i don't know why you'd be drinking coffee at 8 p.m i'm one of those ones that doesn't coffee doesn't keep me awake which on a side note i hear is a big adhd trait coffee keeps them awake coffee does not it doesn't matter i can drink coffee and go to sleep oh so you have adhd I mean, according to TikTok, maybe. Well, everyone has everything according to TikTok, so that's not oh. the biggest seller. Oh, geez. That wow. was close. Oh, that would have been good. That's what I need is you that screaming at the funny. top of your lungs <laughs> into, it's uh, a, like, what a sound bite this is. You're just losing your mind. And luckily, it's not that hot. It's not that hot. Okay. Sorry about that. I have a cult. Let me know if you guys want more information on the cult. Wait, did we even talk about that story? I don't remember that story. Oh, was that the lady in white? Yeah, with the onion. What do you think? Can you say onion for me? Absolutely never again. <laughs> can, can I, is that one of your words? I don't even know until you point it out to me. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm nobody. No, I just, I don't know if I'm hearing it, like if I'm making it sound that way or if it honestly sounds that way, but. That's why I can, can, can communicate. <laughs> this is why um, I can com communicate with your son so well sometimes because we say the words the same way sometimes. Yeah, I just I wasn't sure if you were throwing a G in there somewhere. It almost it almost sounded like a G was the middle letter. It, it does that. have a little bit of a G in there. I'll admit that. Onion. Not quite that strong. Young. Not quite that strong, but it's there. Almost sounds like you're just saying hello to me in Mandarin over and over. Is that how you say hello in Mandarin? I'm going to get roasted alive if it's not Mandarin or I'll be called the racist, but I'm pretty sure it's Mandarin. Onion. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's racist. This information is brought to me by five seasons of Arrested Development. Oh my gosh. Okay, Frothy Santorum. About eight years ago, I'd gone to a movie with my girlfriend. It was a late showing. About halfway through the movie, I began to have a massive chest pain that lasted about 15 minutes that was accompanied by a sense of dread. It subsided right about when I was going to ask my girlfriend to leave and drive me to the hospital. I had left my phone on silent for the movie and went home. The next morning, I noticed I had about 20 missed calls. And this is where we're going to get a little spooky. My twin brother had died in a car accident at exactly the same time this occurred. I'm an atheist, and I have to think this was a coincidence. First off, you can be an atheist and realize things are connected. Yeah, there's no God, therefore this could not happen. Which is why I say atheist, atheism in a lot of cases for a lot of people is its own religion. Amen. So, anyway. But part of me thinks there is something going on outside of human understanding. Really? Really? I wonder what that something was. We should, you know, I'm being kind of a jerk because his twin brother died in a car accident or something. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, take that guy. I, uh, I apologize, but... Christian's coming in hot, all right? Just like the fajita. Sorry, that's an Andy, Andy Minio song. I was like, fajita. coming in hot. Yeah. Fajitas, like a fajita. Fajitas sound good. Yeah, when they cool down, Christian, but you can't be. Sometimes you can't wait. Well, you have to be in these situations. Okay. There's also something I call the weird twin thing. Stay away from the tweens. Wow. That is weird. <laughs> and quite possibly the most controversial <laughs> soundbite I'll ever have. <laughs> There was also some, okay, so he calls it the weird twin thing, which we've spoke about here before. Remember, remember that time a long time ago where we were going to have an episode 
Yeah, we still need to, dude. Like the poor belief hole. They've been waiting for like three damn years for this thing now. And every time I talk to him, I'm like, yo, still gonna work on the twin thing, all right? But uh but for whatever reason, we're just the slowest people in the world. And and I think the whole all the Heather stuff kinda it confused everything. Like when she left at first, I'm like, Well, she was gonna be the the main one with the and so it just kinda slipped. But we really do. Make let's it's, make it's, a note of that. Let's get that out. I got the note. It's it's time. Because I wanna talk to that. I wanna have those guys on. Those guys are so much fun. Yes. Okay, so we're talking about the weird twin thing where I'm often attracted to women that wouldn't normally be my type. Hmm. I don't understand where we're going, but we're going to find out. I approach them. Wait. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) I approach them, also not typical for me, and talk to them and find out that they are also a twin. I am generally not attracted to the other twin. I have no idea what the hell this is about either. I don't either. I understand. Yeah, I kind of got lost there for a moment. Yeah, the first part was fine where... The twin brother died. I mean, mm. if someone's got to die. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean. That's fine that that happened. If, if we didn't have stories like this, it would we wouldn't have a podcast. Sometimes our people die on our podcast stories. Uh, mainly your podcast stories. I don't talk too much about death and its inevitable cold, clammy hands. I, I guess I do a lot. You sure do. But <laughs> it's okay. People are okay with that. The ones that have stuck around at least. True, true. Let me know if I'm going down the wrong path. I'll change it up for yeah, our the fans. Other 95% of our audience, yeah, they're gone for good, but it's hilarious. Man, that is kind of weird. That, I mean, we're, we've obviously talked twins before. Who hasn't, you know? It's got to be a quantum thing. Yeah. Yeah, because that, like, what is it called? The, uh, what is that quantum phrase? Well, that sounds hella British. What is that quantum phrase? Uh, and t- do you know what it is? Do you no, know I, what I'm talking about, it's though? Sitting, it's like, that's why I didn't say anything. I, I was wanna... hoping you would remember it. Quantum entanglement. And tang- yeah, I was about to say, I was like, tangential? I was just reading sense. about that for something else, yeah. too. Yeah, but it's, it does, there's like an element of that to it that is just kind of, it's hard to, to look past, you know, where you're like, that's very similar. Who's to say it couldn't happen? Like, maybe that's the, the same thing happens with those cells or whatever it is, happens when the baby becomes the two babies. Yeah, because it's probably the same atoms. Yeah, that's so wild, man. Wild. No. Did they just mix? That's yeah. They got entangled, and now they communicate with each other across. But it's scary to think, like, what if you were like the really cautious twin, and then you had one that was like hella reckless, and you're like, "Please, you're dude, you're killing me over here. I'm bruised up. I'm beat up. I'm aching all the time. What are you doing out there?" I don't know. There's so many weird things about twins. I know. We really do need to do that episode. I'll reach out to the guys too and be like, "Yo, we're gonna make it happen. Let's do it." Yeah, let them know it's coming. I'll I'll start working on it too. Right. You know, when we talk about that entanglement with twins, you kind of have to expand on it to where basically it's gonna be would be like an- another episode. Mm. But it, that's where you get into the, like the multiverse and creepy. You know, all that other weird stuff we talk about the simulation. Yeah, that makes mm. that stuff actually makes sense. To an extent, yeah, and that's where it gets or, a little spooky. Or possible, if those theories are correct. I mean, I'm still they're still working on them. Yeah, and we're still working on them, too. We're definitely... I'm definitely just as, right in there. Yeah, we're very intelligent and a part of these all the time. I've been trying Top to... Minds is what we've been called. Top Minds. I won't say his name, but we are working against somebody that is Oppenheimer-like to, to get to the bottom of this theory before they do. But it must be Oppenheimer. But, but no, he's... He, yes. was, he did a different thing, he but did. he's yeah. similar level of brilliance like us. Mm. We're trying to get there before him, but the establishment will is making it hard on us because we're not p- part of the crew. Yeah. And to new listeners, sarcasm is a very heavy part of this show. <laughs> Just in case like there's someone out there listening to for the first time, like, well, these guys are really <laughs> full of themselves. <laughs> Y'all sound like idiots. You think you're geniuses? We're on a podcast. We can be anything we want. That's true. Maybe not Sit good down. Sit back down. Speaking of that, let's go to Stump, Stumpy Goblin. Wow, yeah, best transition of all time. Yes, every brilliant, brilliant person is going to share a story by somebody named Stumpy Goblin. And our next expert on the panel is none other than Stumpy Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this one is Stumpy's dad's story. Let's not call him Stumpy. Okay, that's, this is from Stumpy's father. No. When he was around 22, he was out of town visiting some friends around 30 miles from where his parents lived. Being the kind of person who was a clean freak, he hated having stubble, a beard or any of any kind. Not good for your other company. Yeah, most things aren't. But this was back in probably, sounds like the old days, so. Yeah, back when beards were homeless. Yeah. So he called his parents from his friend's house phone and said he'd be back in around 45 minutes or so and then hung up. Now he said that the fastest route back was on a country road that skipped out any major dual carriageways. So maybe 
maybe maybe we're in England. I've never heard of it called carriageways. Hey, cheerio, man. After around 20 minutes of driving and around five minutes after getting in onto this country road, he said he saw an incredibly bright white light and thought it was a broken down car on the side of the road. He got out of the car and investigated, but the white light promptly got brighter, then vanished. At this point, he was shitting himself, so he jumped back in his car and concentrated on the road ahead and finally got home. As he got into the driveway of his parents' house, they ran outside to him crying and hugging him and he was, as he was getting out of the car. He's been gone for six hours. Being incredibly confused, he asked them what had happened. They told him that after he called them, they were waiting up for him to get home, but he didn't get home that night. Apparently, it had been three days since his phone call. Wow. After calming down and calming his parents down, he went to his bedroom, glanced at himself in the mirror as he walked past it. He had a freaking stubbly beard on the go. And he said, oh no, give me a razor stat. It's all true. I would never let this happen yeah. to me. Who did this to me? <laughs> wow. Three days, huh? That's uh. That's Travis. No, Travis Walton was even less than that, right? Or was he five days? We no, should... he was just a handful of hours, right? Walton's story? No, he disappeared for days. Really? Oh, yeah. He thought it was a, a handful of hours. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's... So that's like up there with that type of... That's wild. And... That's just a bright light. That's the weirdest part. Dude remembers nothing. Maybe it's the man in black. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the way it's supposed to be, is it's supposed to be a bright light and nobody remembers something, but some, t- some people do. What if we all had these stories, but norm, most of us, just forget it's it. just blocked out yeah. automatically by whatever they do and what, however our brain works? I like to think that everyone has an unexplainable story. They may not be religious, they may not be whatever, but someone at some point in their life has had something happen to them where they're like, no matter how I cut this, it, it doesn't make any sense. And I'm pretty skeptical and I have a few of them. Mm-hmm. So I, I would love if people are out there listening or even just in the Facebook group or something like that, just uh, let us know what your uh, unexplainable stuff is. I don't care how mundane it sounds. Just let us know. Because I, I have this theory that every single person has experienced something along these lines. They just, you know, some people, it happens to them and then they focus on that. Like, oh my God, the paranormal is real or this and that. Or like, I hate saying the paranormal. It sounds very Discovery Plus. <laughs> you know isn't what I mean? Funny? But isn't... I hate the word, but like, that's the only way to describe it. Isn't it funny how so many channels or so many of these crappy yeah. shows have kind of thrown throwing us off of the good stuff. Yeah. I need the good stuff. Like that's just a malfunctioning camera. Yeah. That is not Davi walking across your parking lot. There's no way you could prove that. Were you there? No. Anyway. I live in the backwoods of the North Georgia mountains and it makes for some great hiking and camping. Anyway, my bro and I went out for a 10 mile hike before all the snow came down last January. We get on the trail. We're probably about 15 to 20 miles from the nearest town. This area is fucking isolated. Language. Just read. Language. We were walking for a few hours, trying to find somewhere to camp when we heard this god-awful shrieking. It wasn't just screaming. It had this blood-freezing shrill frequency that I didn't think anybody could possibly reach. After the screaming subsided, we heard this barking in the distance, followed by whoops and hollers that to me sounded like drunken hillbillies just attacked someone. Sasquatch. I was playing that horrible scene from Deliverance over and over in my mind, and we did not feel safe at all. After about 10 minutes of listening to this, we hauled ass to where the sounds were, fearing what we would find. Stake number one. The sun set, and we stupid, stupidly were still floundering about in the woods, carrying nothing between us but a few meals worth of food, a few grams of pot, sleeping bags, and a tent. Nice. Yes, that's a camping trip. That is a camping trip. Can't go wrong. Unless you're chasing random noises in the woods, in which case you're probably going wrong. Stay sober. When, That's right. When there might be monsters, you got to stay sober. And stay woke. Stay woke. Who's saying like the bad stuff now? Childish Gambino. Oh, okay. Stay woke. He's yeah, a, he's that's a, a damn good song. Sorry. I haven't heard it. It was dark. I'm sorry. You haven't heard it? Not that song. I don't think. Redbone? I probably have at some point, but mm, I don't remember. It's good, man. It was dark. We were scared out of our minds and I just wanted to get the hell out of the woods and back to my car. At around eight, the sun had long set. We were wandering around shivering with flashlights. We didn't have any weapons on us, but multi-tools. My friend said, screw it. Let's set up camp here. We knew we were lost and we were cold as Satan's rectum. I don't think that's very cold. That was my thought. I guess some places they assume it's cold. I don't know why. 
Do they know this for sure? How do they find out? Well, there's really only one way to find out. And well, two, if you're a man, but mainly the one. I don't think anyone wants to do that. Yeah, let's move on. This is scary. Moving right along. We set up our tent haphazardly, piled in, and slept uneasily. The next morning, my friend prodded me awake. He was shaking from cold or fear. (laughs) Those were the options. Or he found out about Satan's butt. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, well, I did it, man. (laughs) Our tent's rain fly had been torn off. I figured by the wind. We stepped outside and promptly, both of us almost crapped ourselves. The tent fly was torn into shreds on the ground. The stakes upended in their little trigger warning here. Maybe or maybe not, but just in case. And there was a fucking noose hanging from the tree across the clearing. Mm. Naturally, we broke camp and ran almost four miles through the woods to come out by the road. Followed the road to where I parked and got the hell out of there. I've never felt that vulnerable in the woods. Now, Bigfoot, if that's Bigfoot, He's like, this will show him. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a weird... That's scary on a whole nother level, but also brilliant. Yeah, Bigfoot's like, try that in a small forest. Anyway, yeah, that's... uh, That one's probably not spooky related, but it's spooky yeah, in a back, different way. Backwoods Creepy is an episode I've always wanted to do. Maybe, we just, like I said, maybe we do that for YouTube or something where it's not entirely paranormal. It's just kind of creepy as hell. Yeah. Just do random shows that don't fit our branding for the the podcast, but... Yeah, that's, uh, I, yeah, vulnerable is a good word because you see that and there's a lot of coverage. There's a lot of, you know, easy for someone to hide in the great outdoors and just watch you without you ever knowing. Yeah. So sending a message for sure. But what do you think they just wanted them off their property or something? Or like, you know, like what's the purpose of these? Maybe they're just just like random off, off woods or backwoods hillbillies. What's the, the purpose of that? Too much moonshine makes you do dumb things. Like, yeah, maybe hiding a distillery back in the day, or even, I guess now it's still going on, right? Well, bit. I was just thinking maybe they were drinking, but I didn't think about like... Actually, people that are, yeah. Back there making mm-hmm. making some hooch. Yeah, because you hear stories of like anyone that accidentally stumbles upon that, like either ending up dead or something like, you know, so it would make sense that maybe they're getting a little too close to this. Uh, at least it's the only like, hillbilly solution I could think of. Like outside of that, it's just creepy. It's just a creepy story. Not one I want to experience. Yeah. No camping in Georgia for me. At least not that part. Yeah. Camp at a hotel in Georgia. And at that point, you're just sleeping in a hotel. Well, they'll turn the lights on for me. Or wait, they'll leave the lights on. I I can't remember which company that is. Great Value Motel 6. Is it truly that? Great Value is the Walmart brand. Motel 6 is, we'll leave the lights on for you. Oh, okay. And you said, I thought you were referencing the show that we have on YouTube, but I see you are not. And that's fine. Yeah. I'm not, but I am. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. It's for saying. Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember that. This one's from Lucky Cynic. Nice. While at my university, my friends and I ran out of booze. Hardly any shops were open because it was late on. So the only option was to walk the mile or so to the nearest 24-hour supermarket. Between the supermarket and the dorms, we lived in was just a row after row of suburban houses which looked which all looked the same as we were walking down one road we passed a field with a large campfire and some people riding horses around it there were people playing musical instruments and general sounds of a good time going on the horses and the fire and the lanterns which were dotted about gave it a very old-fashioned feel maybe five minutes after passing the field Now walking past houses again, one of my friends commented on how weird and out of place that gathering of people had been. My other friend and I had been thinking exactly the same things. So curious, we turned around and walked back to find out exactly what was going on. There was nothing there. Not just no people or horses, there was no field, just more and more houses. Even though we were absolutely certain we were on the right road, As we'd simply turned around, we walked up and down the neighboring roads too. We found nothing, we weren't drunk, though we had some drinks, and so I've got absolutely no idea what happened that night. Enter Rod Serling, picture if you will. That's exactly what I was thinking when I was reading that story. I was like, this is totally Twilight Zone. That reminds me of a story we did probably, it was probably season one. It's been a long time. You could say it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, you could say that. I did. And it was a story of the kid on the bike and he said he was riding on the street or whatever. And, and there was, everyone was outside their house, but they were all like glaring at him as he rode by. And he said the longer he was on this road, the more freaked out he got. So he turned around and like hurried home and told his dad about it. And his dad 
was like they drove around looking for it and it was like it didn't exist there's no there was no street like that ever there we drove the entire neighborhood i took them exactly where it was nowhere to be seen but yeah i just don't i don't fully grasp like what's the purpose of that like is there no purpose it was just like time you're at the right spot and time the right place and just witness something random like that the electricity like pulled back the veil or some yeah, atmosphere man. and you could see into the past it's just wild it's wild that's like the word of the day for me Today's word of the episode, Scott sounds like a moron by saying wild a hundred thousand times. But that's what happens when I don't understand things is is that I, I don't know, my brain tries so hard to just muster up anything that it could be. And it's a, it's a losing battle, really. Yeah, what's also crazy is we've heard some stories like this before and they go back and it's an empty dirt field. But this is, yeah. those were, they go back and it's all suburban houses. Yeah. Gentrified. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, pretty weird. I wonder what our... I think our listeners to tell us what they thought ha think happened on that story probably that would be helpful because i don't know well that makes one of us at least but probably two but at least nobody died that's true yeah that's a that's a rarity in a yeah in a christian story maybe maybe they died in the original story maybe that was their last celebration before they were attacked and on that spot and everybody forgot about it time and that spot of land did not forget people don't forget Okay. Is my boyfriend a demon? <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know. That's a great. That one. I'm not sure about that one because I don't have a boyfriend. Not in this part of the multiverse. Wow. Open-minded across the entire spectrum. Beautiful. I'm just not one to sit here and worry about what I'm doing in another place. I might be jealous. That's why you sound so casual when you say. Is my boyfriend a demon? I sound, I don't sound too casual there. There goes my boyfriend. Yeah. I <laughs> sound concerned. <laughs> For about 10 years now, my Nana has been living in a nursing home. She had a stroke and mentally she is not all there. She still recognizes us when we visit and gets happy to see us. She often talks gibberish, thinking she is in a distant memory in the past. It makes me sad because she and I had always been, had always had a very close connection growing up. My parents both worked a lot and she would stay with me. She used to know. Don't mind me over here. I'm just uh, <laughs> grabbing some. People that know from the past know how much you yelled at me for doing that same crap. It's candy, folks. It's candy There's at the end of work. I have and you no, know what's going to happen. I have no idea what you're talking about. When you get some lady in a white dress hopping in the back of your car, you'll know. Okay. My parents both worked a lot and she would stay with me. She used to know when I was lying, and she could always sense when I was sick, even when she wasn't over. And she and I are eerily similar both in personality and look. There are pictures of her when she was 21, and it could be me in the picture. We were very close growing up, and I love her dearly. I introduced her to my now husband when we started dating in college. He is from a different country than I am, and I live in his country. So we had been dating a few years when my visa was going to be to expire. In order for us to live in one place, we decided to get married. However, we were still young, fresh out of university, and decided to just elope. We decided to get officially married at a courthouse while announcing our engagement and then having a wedding a few years later. Official documents and wedding ceremonies are separated in my husband's country anyway. No one knew of our plan. We were, and are still, stupidly in love and thrilled to have such a crazy secret between us two. In hindsight, it was stupid and no one would have judged us, especially considering we were still happily together years later. But we still decided to hide it because we were stupid kids. So we flew to visit my parents in my home country and announce our engagement, and my dad picked us up from the airport. We were chatting in the car when he tells us that my Nana was freaking out while he visited her the other day, the day we decided to elope. Why she was freaking out? Why was she freaking out? She announced to my whole family that she saw in her dreams that I had eloped and was now married. They dismissed her because they didn't expect that at all. She kept insisting and was incredibly lucid about it. She raised her voice, which she hadn't done since before the stroke. My dad had mentioned it because he thought it was sweet and that she was so worried about this and became so lucid. Plot twist. <laughs> Banana is Lalachusa. Ooh, I like that. My husband and I just got silent in the car and I went cold. We don't know how she knew that or if it was just coincidence, but she knew somehow. We went to visit her a few days later and she didn't remember at all. She was thrilled we were getting engaged. We're happily married now 
and had our wedding and stuff. And no one ever found out we had eloped before the wedding day, except for my Nana, apparently. Not scary or anything, but spooky. In like a way, yeah. you're like, how the hell did Nana know? What if like she was kind of going in and out like dementia, right? Is that yeah. what that is? Sounds like it, but maybe the what stroke if in had those something. like in those times when you're going like when it's kind of coming on a lot stronger, like certain days where you're not there as much or whatever, and people are like, oh, they're just out of it. Like, what if in those times that you are you can actually have the ability to leave? Like, so we think they're just crazy or something like that, but like they're just a hollow shell. And so the Nana in this case would be like actually there when it's happening and being like, oh, goodness gracious, my granddaughter. So what you're saying is maybe dementia kind of takes the barriers away. And while we think that they're losing it, mm -hmm. they're just off somewhere else. Yeah. Maybe they are technically like maybe, even in their memories or whatever, right. they're somewhere else. Yeah. They're so, going to the past and re like reliving the past experiences. Yeah. Man, I, I'm not like, I'm sure there's plenty of people that may be listening that are, you know, have people in their lives that have dementia. I'm not saying that that's a, like, this is absolute fact. I'm just saying that it kind of opens up an interesting thought to, to look into or to, like, to think about Like Just think about it. Like maybe, I don't know, sometimes it, it looks like nothing's going on and be like, oh yeah, they're not really there. Yeah, you can talk to them, but they're not really there. Like maybe they're in some way they're they're time traveling. Could be, yeah, stepping into a past dimension, or you know, we always joke about the time as a flat circle, but they're just on a different part of that circle at the same time their bodies in the part we're experiencing. Very true. So, and and who knows what happens when we take about take away all the filters we put up for ourselves throughout life? I mean, the story of we basically take that magical experience away from children by giving all these rules and these mm. ways of conforming. Yeah. And you know, all the stuff we see as children in your case, scary, mm. in my case, kind of fascinating gets blocked out after a while because we have to conform to, to the society we live in. And most of us don't live in a society where that's acceptable. That's true. We can celebrate holidays, Christmas, mm. you know, Easter, but it's different. You forgot flag day, but I'll allow it. Well, I'm saying that because those two holidays, especially, hmm. um, listed three, but yeah, what did I, I only listed two. What'd you say? Christmas and Easter. What was the other one? <laughs> Here's where you just had your, did you moment. say, I was going to say Thanksgiving, but I didn't say it yet. So you read my mind anyway. Well, I am known for that kind of a big deal. Anyway, these are the holidays that we, we have used the corporate world to take the actual meaning away. And there's other holidays I'm sure, but so we don't, ex we don't, most of us don't experience like those holidays quite the same way. I don't know how I got here. <laughs> I don't know where we're going, but it's a wild ride. Yeah. Either way, not a spooky story, but spooky that she knew. And that is, there's well, no, these, no, the, no coincidence there. These are unexplainable stories. They're not like, they don't have to be spooky. It's just really somewhere you're just like, what the hell was that? It's kind of spooky to me of grandma. They're just lucky that they had a, that grandma or they Forgot. had an out. Yeah. Where they could be like, oh, grandma's just losing it. Yeah. But how many times do we hear that from people? Oh, grandma's just losing it. You just picture like, but picture that whole story that getting eloped and stuff. And then picture off in the background somewhere, just a really shocked and upset looking grandmother. I mean, that's not She's a good like, thing. No, you don't want that. I mean, if you like look into the future, your son, mm. who who is going to be more scary to him? A, a, a upset grandfather or an upset grandmother? I'm pretty sure it's going to be, he definitely doesn't want to upset his grandmother. That is true. That is true. I don't know what it is. It's just one of those, especially with boys. Mm -hmm. I think it's the opposite with girls. Well, if, if we're a mafioso or some family, then it would be a little different, but we're not. So we're not as scary. True. This is the last one. Yeah, this is the last one. Ginger fur. My father passed away almost 11 years ago. Oh, wait. It's not that you're... Wait for what? It's not that you're making noise. It's that you love Skittles and I'm eating them. I, actually, I wanted the Snickers tonight, but maybe after the episode. Anyway, my father passed away almost 11 years ago, but I've seen him three times since. The first time was in middle school. I was working on a family tree project and was asking my mother about his side of the family. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw him walk out of the room he died in, heading toward his favorite spot on the couch. The second time was a year or two later. I had an awful day, one of the worst in memory, and I was walking across the hall to the bathroom. I caught a glimpse of him sitting in his old spot at the table, reading a newspaper. The last time was the most clear. My senior year of high school, my mother and I were sitting at the same table talking about college plans. I mentioned I was applying to a rival school of my father's alma mater. Alma mater. Then, just then I saw him walk. 
again from the room he died in, over to the counter where he grabbed his coffee cup and walked toward his bedroom. I guess they just like to check, check up. I guess they just like to check up on you from time to time. I was expecting a little bit more drama out of the alma mater and rival school, but like he charges him. What are you doing? Slam goes in, picks his coffee cup up, and slams it on the floor. Sorry, Papa. Throws it in the fireplace. Goes, Opa. Wow, Greek, hella Greek. <laughs> that one's just kind of that one's cool, just because the father pops up in such a weird way that this person accepts it. Like, okay, it's just a good thing. Yeah. Instead of freaking out, no like reaction to it or anything. Mm. Oh yeah, that look on your face. I'm still eating Skittles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it sounds like I have a hollow lisp. I thought you were just looking at me like I'm eating Skittles and you're not. You have a favorite so story, Scott? Scott? Scott, can you chew faster? Good God, man. These things never go away. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a Wonka movie. I'm just like, oh, I've been chewing for three minutes. There's a new one coming out. What, Timothy Chalamet? Yeah. <laughs> I just guess that. That makes sense, though. That just sounds like a ghost, though, right? The father? Yeah. That's not what I asked you, man, but yes. <laughs> Oh, if I have like a favorite story. Yeah. You I'm do, still thinking about that one. You, you always do that to me. And I'm like, wait, which story was my favorite? The ones that I really enjoy are like the weird premonition. Like it just feels very final destination to me. Like they're sitting there going about their day like, oh, let's go to Baskin Robbins. And then they stop in their tracks and like terrified look on their face as they watch themselves die. Sounds kind of dark when you say it like that. But those stories are always fascinating to me because actually, no, I had one. I had a similar one. And I've probably told it on the show at some point, but it does fit here. I was, it was a really like heavy downpour in Vegas and I was getting on the 215, I think, but it was like one of those like long round on ramps. I thought that 15 was in Vegas, not the 215. I think they're both there. 15 and then 215 is coming across. Okay. Yeah. I think. It comes from I, Then it turns into 91. I honestly, I'm not good with like freeways or highways or anything like that. So I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was a 215. Um, and there's this on-ramp and it's one of those big circle ones, right? And as I'm, as I flick on my blinker to, to merge into the lane, to start this, you know, trek up, I have the weirdest like vision of, I was driving a, a Ford, like our Mazda B3000. So like a little Ford Ranger type truck. Right. And I had this weird vision of me getting halfway up the truck fishtailing out of control. And then that was all I saw. And I was like. I was like, oh, I got to be really careful not to like fishtail out of control. I got to be careful with this turn. And as I was going halfway up, I started to fishtail. I was like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. But like I caught it in time before I actually it turned into something really bad. But yeah, just the, the craziest thing. And it was like five seconds. It was like seeing five seconds in the future. And it was like a really brief thing. But if I would have handled that any differently, I would have been like, I would have flipped. Like, no doubt. I can tell you this might not be as, as spooky as, as it feel, felt at the time. That could just be your brain knowing that you were driving pretty crappy, like someone oh, your no. age would have been no, in the I rain. Do. I've always been a good, like I've always, especially when it's like the weather's out, like even out here in Alaska, like everyone forgets how to drive in the snow. Especially right away. Yeah. There's like 50 cars in the ditch after the first snowfall. And you're like, really everyone again? But I, even coming from the desert up here, like I've always been very cautious. I've always been like, so if it's raining and stuff, like I'm driving safe. And so let me tell you something, folks, Scott is only cautious to a certain extent because he told me a story when he came home the other day after he hit a pothole that he was worried about his tire going flat. Mm. But the way he explained the story, he sounded like he hits a lot of potholes. And I'm like, how do you hit? No, the issue with that one was it was like the, in the exact same spot as the same pothole I hit going to work last year that made me replace all four of my tires. It's pitch black out there at 4 a.m. And like you see at the last second, yeah, just how big it is. And you're like, fuck. And then you hit it. And so the fact that I hit it on the exact same bridge, on the exact same like stretch of land, everything same time of day <laughs> means you should have learned from Luck last year's experience luckily i missed it good enough because the tires tires, still cool. tires weren't flat they were it was just seasonal pressure changes which is what you come to the show for exactly check your tires people it's entering that cold season i still don't understand how people hit the same pothole over and over again it's not the same pothole. It's a different pothole in the same spot. That's the same pothole. It just opened up again because of the no, rain. Like it's in a, it's within like a 10 foot by 10 foot area. Okay. It's not the same exact pothole. It's that road and Eagle River in general sucks at fixing potholes. So Wasilla is a lot better than that. So I don't know. I was driving home There's all throughout the summer because it rained so much. I had this same potholes that would get filled up. 
Mm. And then it would rain a lot and they'd be potholes. Then you hate it again. No, because I, I pay attention. Yeah, I'm like, no. that's the whole point of the story. <laughs> I try not to hit potholes. Wow. As totally. normal people do. They don't hit the same one over Christian, and over again. Christian, do you think I'm sitting there like, oh, here it comes. Here we go, baby. And then I just drive right into it. No. Maybe you should. Why? Because it's going to be there again. Yeah, but If they didn't fix it properly the first time, it's going to be there again. Wow. And it sounds like they didn't. Wow. Eagle River, this is a shout out to you. No, it's not. Get it together. It's a roast. We're roasting Eagle River. Well, I'm shouting out my roast. Wow. Okay. Anyway, so I guess that's the unexplainable stuff and some pothole talk. You know, you know the stuff you come here for. I don't know. To answer your question, the premonition stuff. That's what I, me driving like a normal human being, having a vision of this and then experiencing this and Christian trying to downplay it as he does. That's what he's known for. But in reality, I'm special and that's just the way it is. Hey man, that's what our cult's Amos is to downplay the supernatural so that is my boyfriend a demon you know not in this reality because i don't have one wow. but who knows in another reality you might be a demon and i might have one i don't know man we can only hope do you have a favorite story christian i like i always like the the women in the white dress those are always fascinating stories but also herbert the the first story where the mom just freaked out and saved her children that's a good one is the one i like yeah, that was probably one of my favorites, too. I guess you could say the episode really went downhill from that first story. Now we got to start moving these around, huh? Actually, I liked a lot of those stories, yeah, but that, really that one probably would have been... That one is the scariest one because of what could have been. Yeah, and just the ex, like extreme shock and like terror in, in the face. But you, know, you need to get inside now. Grab the kids, grab the kids. Like, I don't know about you. Like, anyone says that. Like, China, there's been times China, like, practically kicks me out of bed because our son woke up. And, like, she's, like, in a panic. Like, you got to go check on him. And I wake up to this panic. I'm like, what the hell? And I run in there. I'm like, nothing's wrong. Like, he's just, he woke up. Like, how I... And some nights she doesn't react at all. The world is a weird place. Yeah, that is true. It's very unexplainable. And unless you get to the human part, humans are pretty easy to figure out. It's all the other stuff that goes around on around us that we don't necessarily cause. Yeah. That is hard to explain. You know the stuff. Well, yeah, that was good. Let us know if you're listening on YouTube. Go ahead and chime in in the comments. Let us know what your story was. If you have a story. We definitely you know, want to hear we that. asked earlier, like if you have a story that you just can't explain from your life, no matter how mundane it sounds or anything like that, leave a comment, our YouTube listeners, and uh, the rest of you know where to find us at Freaky Deaky Pod on social media, at TFT Paranormal on TikTok, and send your paranormal experiences into the gang at thefreakydeaky.com, where they might just end up on one of our listener story episodes, which we are building up, I believe, part five. Is that the fifth one? I don't know. Somewhere around there. I can't count. I can read, but yeah, go ahead and send those in. In the meantime, next week, we are coming at you with the Manger Hotel, right? Correct. We lied about it last time. We lied about it last time. You guys were like, oh, the Manger's next. And then you got there and you're like, this is Haunted Houses. What's this all about? And then it was Halloween. And now here we are. And then next week is the Manger. Is Scott honest this time? Yes. I think it got thrown off just because of the Halloween and all the stuff we've been doing with sleep with the lights on and all that stuff oh yeah we uh, got a lot of irons in the old proverbial fire but you don't care about any of that so we're gonna get out of here hit the old dusty trail and we're gonna let you do the same go ahead and share the show wherever you can help us grow it out rate and review and we'll see you right back here next time on the freaky deaky we'll see you next time on the <laughs> no, i just said it again i just repeat it's my myself. turn to pee yeah. it's almost time to pee it's not